Welcome back to Football Unfocused, of course, your favorite football podcast out of Buena Vista University. I'm your host, as always, Austin West, joined by my colleague, Lavelle Harris, who's a little under the weather. Yes, a little bit, but hey, we always ready to do the podcast. Um, It's allergy season, that happens. Allergies, I guess. I don't have allergies, but it just be hot in my room sometimes, you know? And and that got you a stuffy nose? The stuffy nose. I think it's the allergies. I don't have allergies, so you know. Is you, you don't have to be allergic to it to have allergies. You know okay, that, right? okay, okay. So it doesn't matter, but it doesn't matter. Doesn't but. matter. We're getting to the bottom of this. This <laughs> oh, has man. now become a medicinal podcast. We <laughs> we talk about medicine and health. Let's not. That's we, boring. Well, we have to talk about it a little bit anyways with all these yeah, injuries yes. that we have yes. going on. So we'll start off with some injuries that have been too much. pretty major. Yeah, too much as always. Again, a lot of them are a little iffy. Maybe we'll see what happens, but other than that, they're pretty good. As starting off in Carolina, this game was on Thursday versus the Texans. J.C. Horn, Carolina, their cornerback, their pick this year in the draft. He injured his foot in that one. He got put on injured reserve, so that means he'll be out for at least three games. Again, a major part of that Carolina defense. And then Christian McCaffrey took a hamstring injury during that game as Always well. Always with Christian. Christian Always Christian McCaffrey. So turf fields too, some people he's think. Killing, he's killing himself. I swear he is. Ankles, hamstrings. I don't even know if he's he, got a big workload on him. He, I mean, he gets what, 30 touches a game? Kind of crazy. Plus receptions too. That's why I'm counting like 30 yeah. touches. So, hey, it sucks for him. I'm yeah. Sorry for Christian. Stuff for Carolina as well. For, uh, he's not on injured reserve though. That can be a good thing as, again, injured reserve, you're expected to miss at least three weeks. So I think he might be able to be back. Uh, Pretty uh, soon could is be this the hope. Week. Most likely they, they had not a long this week. week they had a long week, though. Yeah, but they I had from Thursday to Sunday, so he could have worked on it. Uh, I did hear today. Probably though. not this week. Yeah, maybe probably not this week. Maybe, maybe next week. week. I heard uh, from a medical expert, I should say, as uh, I listen to fantasy football podcasts, as always, and they always talk about energy. Uh, Stefania Bell of ESPN, big into that. She talked about how uh, these kind of injuries for running backs usually on average are about 2.2 weeks is the average time to recover from that. So okay, okay. may see him missing this game and possibly next week. But, again, it's up in the air to see how that goes for McCaffrey. Moving on to another team, T. Higgins of Cincinnati just ruled out today with a shoulder injury. So he's out for this week. He was questionable until about, I believe it was about 2.45 uh, today, central time, is when that was ruled out. Again, this being Wednesday, September 29th on as of recording. Another wide receiver, K.J. Hamler of Denver, tore his ACL. He's done for the year. He's been great for Denver in their offense so far this year. So a big-time loss for them, especially when Jerry Judy is still out with that ankle injury that he has. They have injuries. They always get injured. I swear they always. Cortland Sutton. So their top two receivers right now are Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick are their two top receivers. We'll see who's Denver really legit with their 3-0. Absolutely, because, again, they're 3-0, but they're – Opponents, 0-9 oh uh, total. Yeah, so, so not, not very not very yeah. telling, yeah. per se. Uh, another one, Tua Tagovailoa. He was placed on IR earlier this week. Again, expected to miss three games. Jacoby Brissett going to get that one start in Miami. Dalvin Cook of the Vikings. His ankle still questionable from last week going into this week yeah. as well. They got a good backup. So Alexander Madison. So, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, he what can miss there. probably as much games as he needs to. 
and then he'll probably come back. I feel like that's what Dalvin Cook does Madison's every a, year. Madison's a good back, yeah, too. He, he, I think they trust each other. He's like, okay, I'll trust you to co- carry these two games. That's why I just sit and chill. Like, Last week, no rushing touchdowns for him, but over 100 rushing yards in that game against Seattle. That win, win over Seattle win, as upset, well. Upset. First home game as well. Yeah. Nice move for them. Austin was there. It was, was a, there, yes. It was a very uh, – he was showing his pictures. I was like, okay, Austin, stop showing off, <laughs> yeah. man. Stop showing off. I wasn't off. trying to show off, but right. hey, it was cool. It, it was, was very it cool. It looked very cool. Shout out to the Vikings. I have an yeah. internship with them. So it was very cool to be in the press box and be able to experience an NFL game from there. Hey, hey, congrats. You, you congrats. To... Congrats. Slow clap it. There we go. Yes, because congrats to Westy. Thank you. Thank you. As you can see, we have a soundboard now, hey, so we can do sound that. effects. We're working lit. on that it. We're moving it up <laughs> in the world. We have our soundboard back a little bit. Not our usual uh, sounds that you're used to hearing, uh, sadly, as I haven't uploaded those onto this wonderful program that we yeah, have. So we'll, we'll, get, we'll get them soon, We'll guys. get them there. So Eventually. We'll have some new things. I know you miss them. They'll yeah. be back. They'll sound be effects back. make everything better. Everything. They're great. And so moving on from Dalvin Cook, James White, another running back, but a big one for New England, as he's been a very feature back for them. He had a hip sublaction. Uh, same thing Fitzmagic went down with early in the, in the season. I don't even know what that is. One. I don't even know what it's that when, is. Uh, so how it happened to them, they landed on their knee, and it takes their femur, which is up through the thigh, that's their long one, and pushes it up into the hip where it like attaches at the joint and uh, puts strain there and stress there and – Okay. Not a good injury to have it up there in the hip. Yeah, See, I know these. Okay, I know these medical stuff. Of course, you. I know listen that. to stuff, so they're like, hey. "Yeah, they talk about injuries." Okay, hey, shout out Stefania Bell of ESPN. <laughs> That's where I get most of mine from on the Fantasy Football Focus podcast. Matthew Barry, Field Yates, Daniel Dopp, Stefania Bell. Great podcast. I Fantasy football focused? That's what it is. Or fantasy focused football, one of the two. Okay, okay. It's something like that. The 06010 podcast is what they call it for short, but I listen to that almost every day of the week. So shout out to them for sure. They're great. Uh, he's going to be a big deal for them as he's been kind of their bang guy. Really great at uh, blocking as well. That's been kind of the feature thing that they talked about as well. He's a great blocker for them. Something that uh, Damian Harris just doesn't have really there in the backfield. As Damian Harris a bit smaller of a guy, yeah. not as physical, not hasn't been in the league nearly as long either as James White. As James White is a great pass catcher. We've seen yeah, him he's a, through the he years. He does everything. Yeah, just just again, a lot of those New England backs have been that way as well. So Sony Michelle, have you seen? Do you see that block he did? Oh, Sony Michelle's block. Yeah, we'll go to that one. Is so cool. the Rams Bucks games? Is he was on the other side of Matthew Stafford? Comes yeah. all the way back across to pick up a. I just was he saw blitzing it. corner. Yeah, or? it was a corner. It was like a cat blitz. Oh, looks it looked like <laughs> it, and it was just he it got up in the crazy. air to try to block a pass, and Sony Michelle came just, and put the shoulder into his hip and just his flipped legs flip. He said, like, "Do a flip." That's <laughs> literally what happened is he just did a flip and, and, was, there he was. and he was like I was like, Okay. I just saw it today. Coop was talking about it. It was, was like, it okay, was nice. It was pretty it. nice. It was nice. I liked it. But moving on with our injuries, TJ Watt, linebacker out of Pittsburgh, that was huge for them. Left the game early, but is set to practice this week. They didn't really list a true injury on that one. Yeah, he's been As, hurt for a couple weeks now. Yeah. Since the Oakland game, I think. I think it was the Oakland game. Yeah. Uh which was this week, wasn't it? No, last week. It was last week for them, yeah, because they just played. Oh yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Who so it's play? been two weeks now. He yeah, left they, early a couple weeks ago. They just played um, the Bengals. Yeah, well, Raiders played the Dolphins. Steelers played the Bengals. You're right. Yeah, you're right. it was this. That was this week. Yeah, but so. again, set to practice this week. We'll see what happens for that as well. Josh Norman, San Francisco corner, had bruised lungs, left early in that Packers game. 
Uh, he is questionable for this week, but he himself says he's pretty confident in his ability to return. So we'll see what happens there. But again, it's a scary thing as he was coughing up blood is what they were saying Jeez. after he took a helmet to the chest. And so it's just a tough, That's tough. T- it's scary thing to see yeah, I don't know as you, well. Maybe you should say that a week. Yeah, you would think, but he's like, no, no. I, I feel great. And it's like, oh. You know, that, was, that was fluke. Again, it was fluke. It was bruised fluke lungs. Blood. It was fluke blood. Yeah. Blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bruised lungs is a scary uh, line to yeah. say by all means. So we'll see what happens with him. George Kittle, tight end, San Francisco as well. Calf injury, he's listed as day-to-day right now. So we'll see what happens with him as well throughout the week. Hey, he needs to play. Needs he's to play. on my fantasy team. He needs to play. Get better quick so you could get out there, there and give yeah. me some points, mm-hmm. please. Right. Thank you, George Kittle. Yeah. Prayers up to you. Speaking of tight ends, Rob Gronkowski did not practice as of today. He had that rib injury in the game against the Rams. He would return in that game later. But so, again, I think he, he had MRIs earlier this weekend as well that didn't show anything too telling. But with this matchup they're going into this weekend. He's probably going to play. In Foxborough. He's, he's playing. He's playing. Again, he's we'll playing. talk about that a little bit more yeah, later. Yeah. And then big out of Tennessee, the two big wide receivers, Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, both questionable for this game coming up this weekend. The Titans will go on to play, if I can pull it up here quickly as I'm navigating my tabs. They just played the Colts, and they will play the Jets, Jets. this week. So, so not that they like need would em. super need them, but it would definitely yeah. help for sure. As Julio Jones has a leg injury, which is questionable. Meanwhile, A.J. Brown suffered a hamstring injury early in the first quarter of that game against the Colts. He's listed as week to week. So he's probably out this so week. Pro- most likely, I would think, out this week as he's dealt with a lot of lower body injuries uh, throughout his career. I need Julio year. to play too, though. Julio, prayers up to you. Get better. But we ain't. Hey. Get in there. He, he wants Lavelle catch needs a, a little something. Catch a couple balls, bro. <laughs> <laughs> in the end zone, in the in end the zone. In the end zone, of hey. course. Love you, and Julio. So love you. That was kind of all the injuries that I found, the notable ones so far. So we'll kind of move on to our talking points here. Is Let's we'll get talk to about it. the main ones. We had a lot of games of the week, couldn't really decide. So we're going to just go through a couple of them. First one, of course, Lavelle's Chargers yes, versus sir. the Chiefs. Hey, hey we we dubbed these guys. I ain't going to cap. No, I was kidding. <laughs> Chargers, we did prevail over the Chiefs. They came back. We were up how much? 14? No, 17-0, I think, at a point. And they came back. Uh, They came back down, got the lead, but we stayed with them. But the key moment to this game was it was like a fourth and four. And usually Chargers, they'll just take the in-field goal range. So usually they take the field goal range and just give it back to Mahomes. But I think we all thought, go for it, go for it, go for it. I swear. And then they went for it, got a false start. Then it was fourth and nine, still went for it, got a flag, got the first down. Hey, I was so happy. We ended up scoring the drive. That put us up six because we did miss the extra point. Like, we got to get our kickers right, I swear. Kickers kill us every year. But and we ended Chargers up getting two interceptions two, in that as well. That was early, too. But one of them was like, it wasn't even Mahomes' fault. There was... I don't know if he threw it too high, but it just went off the receiver's hands. Asante right. Samuel Jr., rookie, 
He was ready for rookie, it. Rookie, he's always he's there. He's, he's always ready. there. Hey, as rookie of the week. He was rookie, rookie of the week. week last week. He was rookie of the week last week. There you go. So That's hey. the second one already this season as well, isn't it? No, so not last week. I'm not talking about the Chiefs game. Oh. I don't know if he got oh, it. Week before. Yeah, week before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, I'm talking gotcha, about the week gotcha, before. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But he was on there again. Nice. For there this one. Go. So he might get it. Justin Herbert, Offensive Player of the Week this yep. week. There we go. Justin Herbert, I'm just saying. He there we go. Fourth in passing yards. I'm telling you, Chargers are serious this year. The Chargers we might should, be serious We this should year. be 3 and 0. Literally, if we don't throw a pick in the red zone um, yes. against Dallas, we win Absolutely. that. Absolutely. It's a tough we win one, that man. game. I'm just saying. Hey. Chargers are nice. We beat the Chiefs. We got the Raiders That's this week. That's huge. Chiefs now last in the division. Yes, with, over there as well. But we're third with these three, these three and O teams with Denver and mm-hmm. Raiders. That's but tough. Which, it's tough. Yeah, but and Justin Herbert, yes, is fourth in yes. passing leaders, nine hundred fifty six passing yards, just in front of Matthew Stafford, right behind Kyler Murray. Yeah, we'll talk about that. And speak, hey, it was a big game. It was a huge game. Huge I, I think win. that throws a. Didn't I call that I, when we were doing our little scheduling? I say we might lose the game first game, but you said we'll lose because it was in Kansas City. I think it was the yeah because we and I said we, I I think we win this game, might lose the, the next second game. one. Yes, you had them. We had them flipped. Yeah. I had you lose the first one, but win the second one. Yes. You had win the first one, lose the second one. Yes. Okay. Hey, we roll we, the tape. We'll have to. We we'll go to, crazy in Casey. I'm telling you, we go crazy in Casey. Yeah. I've been saying yeah. this every time, even with Rivers, even with Rivers. We go crazy in KC. There hey, you go. Hey, but hey, we got to move on to West East My team. My team, the 49ers. Heartbreaking. It is a heartbreaker. Heartbreaking. As we were talking about, again, I was on my way back from that internship in Minnesota. So I missed half this game. I saw the very early first quarter. I was watching. And then I joined it. about five minutes left in the third is when I got back. And we were down by a lot. We scored a touchdown at halftime. Feels great. Feels wonderful, you know. Offense we were was down seventeen. Yeah, we we're down seventeen yeah. zero, and we scored a touchdown before half. That's it was, huge. Your offense was not flowing at not all. Flowing and then early. the start of the second half, Jimmy started to get it going. He got it going. He started which hitting is nice everything, and it, it is nice to see. Yeah, a couple like of it. bad misses here and there, and there's a couple of uh, things that again Kyle Shanahan talked about in the post conference, uh, the press conference as well after the game that he regretted some not going for some fourth downs, uh, choosing the punt at some. Uh, typical spots, just kind of things that were mi- missed and maybe not had. Yeah, like those fifty um, fifties. Yeah, the fifty fifty ones, not yeah. great. Um, but again, we lose uh, Josh Norman early in that game, and so it's a big part of our secondary that's already pretty weak. And so we go in. It's the final drive. We're down by a touchdown. I shouldn't say that. We're down by less than a touchdown. I believe we're down by five. It could be. I think five or four. I think we're, no, we're down no, by no, no. six. We're down by six yes, at this point. Yes, because we, we end up scoring. Short, long story short, two-minute drill. 49ers drive down the field, leave 37 seconds left on the clock. As Too Kyle much Scores on that one, puts us up by one after the field goal from Robbie Gold. And again, thirty-seven seconds for Aaron Rodgers. I too said much that's time. too much. I even said my car ride. I'm like, that's too much time. That was most of everyone was saying. There's most memes out there probably yeah. right now. That but, was like they're all celebrating. But I will say, I don't think this win was as much Aaron Rodgers as it was bad coverage by the 49ers on Devontae Adams of all people. For that's like, the number one receiver. You have you to have to cover him, him in those situations. Guard him. Like, like you it, can leave Alan Lazard, but. What a one, but double team it. Because Alan Lazard, I think, is still in. It was Valdez Scantling had yeah. gone out with an injury. It okay. wasn't because it, it was Lazard and Devontae Adams were their top two guys. You know where Aaron Rodgers is going to be looking. 
how do you not get that? Like the first play, twenty-five yard route to Devontae Adams over the middle, just over Fred Warner's head. Yeah, he recognized it was a little slow to get to it, so that one's tough. But again, the safety is not able to stop him there. So you get him closer. Okay, first down, new set of downs. Now you got to try something. Because then they spike it. And then yeah, it's they spiked down. it. Yeah. So it's second down. So now you have really three downs, and you're one less. And you just give up another route along the sideline to Devontae Adams. They gave No, a, they, there's an incompletion and then the, the route to yes. Devontae Adams. I thought he got with a – I thought it was a, in, like, in the middle of the field. Like he it was did, more like, towards the numbers. Yeah, yeah. about where it was. Like about – like a hitch. Like it was like a hitch route. Yeah. And they still had to spike it. What, they spiked it with six seconds left? Three seconds left. It was something like that. Spiked it with three seconds left. Aaron, yeah. I was very excited. Mason, Mason Crosby, Crosby, 50. Um, 51? It was I like 51. 51. And yeah. I'm like, yep. He's, he's I was like, like he's making we that. we got to be super lucky for him to miss this. <laughs> it's Mason Crosby. He's, like, he's been in the league long enough. To, he's good enough for that. And he drills it. Packers win 30-28. And, again, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, Aaron Rodgers, he's great. He did all this. I'm like, I think it's more of a Devontae Adams had some good routes. And the secondary of San Francisco has never been really that situational, good. situationally good, situational route. Where and it is. That's so I'm it like, is. credit where credit's due. Aaron Rodgers yeah. was great in that game, but on that drive specifically, I feel like it was more. I think probably in that situation, Jacoby Brissett could have made those throws. Ooh. Like eh, maybe not eh. the first one, not the first one, not the first one. The first over, one, the over first Fred one Warner's was, head. That one was pretty good. I that one was back. good. The second the one, the second one, yeah, yeah probably. probably. Most QBs can't make that. Yeah, though. so it's like, but bad. it was more, it was more like I don't know how you guys else. even give this up in the first place. Exactly, that's yeah. what it that's is. that's how I felt uh, exactly like that. So, moving on from that one again, San Francisco moves to two and one. Jazz do the Packers. Moving on, as we were talking about 49ers secondary, Richard Sherman, former 49er and former Seattle Seahawk, he signs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to help fill their cornerback depth, which has been rocked by injuries as well. As Brady does his recruiting more. Tom Brady. He said recruiting. the call from Brady was like the deal. That was the game changer. Yeah, literally. Like, Which, I mean, it is the, the opportunity it's to play the go. Tom Brady. Like, yeah. what are you going to do? Like, You're going to win a ring most likely. Yeah, exactly. So Because so. he was in strong considerations to come back to the 49ers as well. And they were in talks with him, but he's like, Man, the Bucks pitch is really good. Pitch yeah. from Tom Brady personally, and I'm like, well, yeah. If you're getting a call from Tom Brady, you're you're picking up like. And then he told everyone on his podcast. He first. made a podcast solely to break the news, yeah. pretty much. I I thought he already had a podcast. He started the podcast yesterday, and released the news today. <laughs> is what he did. Hey, that's the like f- yesterday he tweeted out. I will be putting all the information about my comeback stuff like this on my podcast. I'm just making this. Here it is. Okay, next day, episode number one, my comeback or like who he signs with. Who he signs with? That's, the Bucks. Yeah, that's <laughs> the first. That's the first episode. So, again, hey, interesting there. That's but gonna be crazy. It will be. Uh, another somebody returning, kind of in a way, Sherman returning to play and on a team. Rashad Bateman, the wide receiver out of Minnesota, returned to practice today after being on the IR for the Baltimore Ravens. As they've been kind of, I wouldn't say struggling per se in the passing game, but hasn't been great for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens with Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews yeah, kind of leading the way. Hollywood Brown's been there a little bit. They just need someone else because more of their double teaming Mark Andrews and just play. Did I say Hollywood Brown twice? 
don't know. I said Marquise Brown and then Hollywood, Hollywood Brown. Brown. Marquise Brown is the same, the same person. They're the same person. What am I thinking? And then Marquette, Marquise Brown getting what the best corner on him at all times. So pretty much, yeah. So Please having that Mark second Andrews option open. with Sean Bateman, pretty good. Because who is their two right now? Who's the two for Baltimore the, Ravens? They're ready back. <laughs> yeah, Tyson Williams or yeah. Latavius Murray. But yeah, it's. Just something there with the Ravens. I mean, it's been struggling. It's good to have Rashad Bateman back for them. It'll be great to see how well he does because he was great in college at Minnesota. Very fantastic player there. One thing they don't struggle with, though, their kicking game. The kicking game, absolutely. Best kicking game in the league. Justin Tucker, possibly the greatest kicker of all time, question mark. Lavelle, what do you think? He definitely is, has broke broken the record for the longest, longest NFL f- kick. NFL f- field goal. He's made, what, like, over 30 consecutive field goals. Like, oh, I don't know his he, record for that. He, his record for that is crazy. I oh, already I know, I already Justin know that. Justin Tucker is unbelievably good. Literally. He's up there with Adam Vinatieri. Yeah, he's been playing for... I think it's, I think it's him and He's Adam been playing Vinatieri. on the same team for about 10 years now. Yeah, because I feel like Justin Tucker is still fairly young. Yeah. Like, but he hasn't been there that long. But, but I feel like he's, he's actually been there that long since well, he's been there. He's been at the Ravens his whole career, hasn't he? Yeah. So yeah. probably since, what, 2010, if anything. 2010, so... 10 that's years, ten years compared to Adam Vinatieri. Eleven like, what, years, twenty. Well, he could keep, if he keeps kicking yeah. like this, he could go to twenty. I think so too. As he gets the sixty-six yarder, that was only good from sixty-five, mind you, as it doinks into the field goal post against the Lions for the game winner. A tough one for the Lions. That's a tough one for the Ravens. The, that's the a Lions tough moved to zero three, <laughs> but hear me out. The Lions don't have the talent half these teams do, and they're still being able to compete with teams like the Ravens. Like, that's pretty impressive. I feel like that's DeAndre Swift has been going crazy. DeAndre Swift, Jared Goff, Um, TJ Hawkins. Jared Goff has been the defense for Defense has been going crazy, except that 4-19. How do we give up the 4-19? That's an unfortunate one. That one was. But still, they're hanging in there with these teams. Most teams. They almost came back on the Niners. Who did they have week two? Because I know uh, that one was close as well. They had the Packers. Yeah. That one was 35-17, but a lot closer than the you think, score predicted, yeah. I feel like. I feel like that. It's if one you watched ones. the game, like it was it was more. It was a lot tougher. Yeah. And then 19-17 against the Ravens on a last-second field goal. A lot of games, like, winnable games here. Yeah, absolutely. And so I think that's, that's what one. you literally like to see. Like your team is improving. You see that yeah. you can compete with these tougher teams. Man. Name me the top receiver on the Lions right now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Can you <laughs> no, name no. how many pass catchers can you name on the Lions? DeAndre Swift. That's it. That's it. That's probably T.J. Hawkinson, the tight end. Oh yeah, T.J. Hawkinson. Those are the two. They also have Danny Amendola. Oh, that old and man. St. Brown as oh Amon. Amon St. Brown, I think so. Yeah, but like not names people know that have been superstars by any means. And they're hanging in there with the Ravens of Mark Andrews, Marquise Brown, and Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. And like. Come on, like that's impressive. Like maybe it's the Ravens not playing for their playing up to their capability. Maybe that could be, but but they hang in, they hang it's still, there with yeah. the Raiders. Dan Campbell's doing something right over there. Yeah, pretty hey, much he is. They're going in the right direction. I like Lions fans. Absolutely, stick stick with it. I stick mean, with you're it. You're zero three, but they're <laughs> they're decent three zero and three games. You know, like sure they're losses, but like they've been significant, like close games. Yeah. We always like close yeah. games. 
And speaking of not close games, Justin Fields and the Bears. Andy Dalton was a out for this one as Justin fans. Fields get the start. Miles Garrett gets a uh, Browns. I was trying to organization uh, record for sacks in a game with five on Justin Fields as he mentions how they really didn't move the pocket much, which made it very easy for him. So kind of giving him a uh, little hate towards the Bears. Do you think this is more Matt Nagy, the head coach, on play calling? Or Justin Fields' performance? I think it was more of the offensive line performance because you got to start at the front. Um, okay. I saw a stat. Justin Fields had the ball at .28 seconds per. Like, that's the time he was, like, releasing the ball. And, like, that's that's fast. Yeah. But he's getting pressured. That's how fast he's getting pressured, too, though. Yeah. Like, under a second. Like, you're not even touching him at that point. Right. I don't think the Bears off – Offense is that bad? I don't think it is, but I think they should need to mix it up, run more read options like they've been doing. Because they really didn't do that during against yeah. the Brown. That's why I brought up the play calling. Yeah, like the first they... week, like the first week when they had Andy Dalton in, and then brought um, Justin Fields in. Then they scored. Like do some stuff like that. Yeah. Get him out the pocket. Get him moving a little bit. Looking, get him misdirection. Because yeah. looking at these stats here, Justin Fields six for twenty for sixty-eight yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Rushed for 12 yards on three carries. But again, not great stuff happening there for the offense. Meanwhile, the Browns' defense kind of had themselves a a day day there. Miles Garrett, four and a half sacks as he had six tackles and one assist. Did great in that game. Javon Clowney had two sacks. Ronnie Harrison had a sack as well. A couple more guys pick up half a sack. So... Yeah. Huge sack fest. Yeah, in, sack fest for in the Cleveland. That was his return home too, and just completely did not perform. Not so, perform exactly. It's hey, you just got to come back this week. And they've said Andy Dalton might return this week, and Matt Nagy's even thrown Nick Foles into the mix to possibly be the starter for this week. Yeah. So if I you saw, have those options, Andy Dalton, Nick Foles, and Justin Fields, who are you starting? Um, after last week's game. After last week's game, probably. I'm maybe trying to stick it out Justin maybe one more time, but really, I probably start Andy Dalton. Makes sense. That's who I would go to. I now, saw I saw a Nick little Foles video. I saw Justin a little video Foles. though about Nick Foles it's telling Andy Dalton off. It's not working. Like when Justin Fields is in, like maybe Nick Foles is pointing out he needs to be in, like to get the offense flowing, doing a little. If his magic, then Nick Foles thought, does. Like they kept the playbook of Andy Dalton in for. Uh, Justin Fields. Like they didn't change it up. Like they didn't change it. Yeah. Or they kept it too simple. Other people have also said, well, we could see this the other way around. They don't trust what they've seen. They saw from Justin Fields in that week to prepare him. So they kept it dumbed down and simple for him. And it just wouldn't work, but they couldn't change it because he wasn't getting it in practice that week. Like he wasn't understanding it kind of thing. Maybe it could be that, but at a point, you got to have. Your and you don't veterans. know that. You don't know that. Yeah. Always, so you gotta have your veterans tough. maybe be in film talking about it. I know they're in film talking about it. Like, well, yeah, on. you know they're they're helping, but sometimes it just doesn't always click right yeah. away. So it's so. it's tough thing to look at there. As we'll move on here, as we're running out of time, we'll go to our game of the week quickly. We had this one as the Dolphins versus the Raiders. As normally we'd have a. Game of the Week sound effect there, but we haven't had that uploaded yet because I don't think we really want uh, one of our 
uh, nuke alert to go off for game of the week. No, let's not do that. <laughs> we have that. a gong. We have a gong for game of the week if you really want to do that. But again, not much here yeah. as of right now. But game but of the week, we had Dolphins versus Raiders. Again, overtime game. thriller. Overtime. Raiders have Raiders been Raiders really like two the overtime. Of the last three game. games have been an overtime. Two out of the three games have been overtime wins. <clears throat> they just like to make it interesting, I guess. In Vegas, they they're from Vegas. Vegas. That's how it goes. <laughs> they gotta make the odds in their favor. <laughs> as they get a safety as well in the first quarter, as they were down fourteen to two after the first quarter. Ooh. So huge lead for the Dolphins there, but the Raiders able to score ten in the second, seven in the third, six in the fourth. As the Dolphins don't score again until the fourth, they score eleven. They score three in overtime, but the Raiders march down the field, score six. An overtime win, 31 at 2 at 28. Again, Jacoby Brissett, the starting quarterback for the Dolphins, 32 for 49 for 215 yards, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions. As Jacoby Brissett would rush for a touchdown, though, as he had 37 yards on seven carries. So interesting there as they yes. wouldn't give it to Miles Gaskin, the running back, but Malcolm Brown gets one as well. Uh the backup running back, who was good in L.A. last year for the Rams as well. So interesting to see that. Derek Carr doing what Derek Carr does. Yeah. 26 for 43, 386 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. As Peyton Barber getting the goal line touchdown there over Kenyon Drake. Interesting to see Peyton but Barber get more carries he as got well. A lot more carries. I've not seen, never heard of Peyton Barber. I'm 23, 23 to 8 carries. And Kenyon Drake, As Kenyon has, Drake was, was like projected yeah. backup. When Josh Jacobs was in, he was getting all the carries. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of crazy. They must like Peyton Barber more. As Derek Carr, again, leading passing leaders with 1,203 yards so far through three games. Okay, Derek. As the Raiders move to 3 0, possibly the most interesting team in football this year so far through three games. Right behind them, possibly the Panthers would be my pick. So we'll see how they end up this week as they play More, the Cowboys. Yeah, most like as that'll be an interesting one as well as we're previewing a couple of games there. First one, of course, talking about the Raiders. They play the Chargers this yes, week, sir. divisional matchup. So we'll, we'll see if they're serious. As it'll be an interesting one. It's going to be a good one. Sure. I'm going to wait. I'm going to watch it, have the jersey on and everything. As the Raiders have only given up 248 yards a game. On the better half of the league in defense. Meanwhile, the offense for the Chargers has been on fire so far as I lost where my Chargers are at, as they've gotten 394 total yards a game. That have been crazy on offense so far. But the Raiders, they're number one in the league in total offense. Hey, the Raiders. They always have a good defense. I feel like it's always hard. I don't know. Are we playing in Las Vegas? I think we're playing in SoFi. So hey, I would hope so. To be honest, SoFi is gonna be popping. I'm gonna. It's a Monday night game. I trust our offense to drop a little scheme. Get Mike Williams, Keenan, Austin Eckler all involved. Cause once we, if we do that, our offense flows, and I feel like it's. Just more, yeah. it's just better. Flows. The Chargers, one of the better defenses in the league, only allowing 210 yards a game. So hey. it'll be interesting to see that one as it's been, well. It's been a good, it's been a good ride. We got, yeah. we got to test it. So as we're we already 30 it. minutes into this, not <laughs> only NFL, uh, we got to hurry this through. As yes. Bucks at Patriots, that's a big one for obvious reasons. Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski make their return to Foxborough to take on Bill Belichick and the Patriots. 
along with Mac Jones. Hey, that one will be a good revenge game. It's going to be a good one, Red revenge game. I feel like Bucks get it, though. Absolutely. I feel Easily. like Bucks win that one, too, uh, for sure, especially without James White uh, for the Patriots. Do you think Gronk gets a touchdown in that game? Uh, I do think Gronk gets a touchdown. Red zone touchdown. If you're Tom Brady, you have to give him a touchdown. You have to Fox give him. Right? He's going to throw it to him. They might throw a fade route to him just to give it to him. Just to give Like, they have to, <laughs> honestly. So, moving on to college as we're trying to, again, rush through these things. Iowa took on Colorado State. Of course, I talk about my team first here as they were ranked fifth. A gutsy win there. Not a clean win by any means. Is 24-14 win as that one came very close down to the wire. But, again, they had a blocked punt, which kind of turned the game around for Iowa uh, and kind of held off Colorado State, able to get that win out. Moving on to next week, Michigan over Rutgers 22-13. Auburn over Georgia State 34-24. NC State over Clemson 27-21. That was a big upset. Huge upset And like there. double overtime. It was a great game. Hey, I like that Single game. overtime. I thought it was it. double. I'm just seeing a single one oh. here. I can double check. It was double you overtime, told you. actually. Told Didn't put you. the two in front of it, so I thought it was only a single, but... Double overtime win for NC State. That is huge. Another overtime game. Michigan State over Nebraska. Nebraska's been fairly good this year. I think staying in games, but Michigan they can't State always finish games though. Can't always finish games. Michigan State moves to four and zero. Oh. Florida over Tennessee, thirty-eight to fourteen. Oklahoma over West Virginia. That's a close one, sixteen to three. Spencer Rattler. Do you think he's taking himself out of the Heisman conversation? I think he has. He he hasn't shown up. And, like, either of these games, they've all been close, but they just, what, outscored him? Um, I don't know. I don't think I don't see him as a Heisman candidate right now at what they're okay. at. Another one, Baylor versus Iowa State. Iowa State now unranked. <laughs> Baylor at 21. Baylor gets the win 31-29. Arkansas over Texas A&M 20-10. Notre Dame defeats Wisconsin 41-13. <laughs> and that'll do it there for our main games there on the main slate. Penn State actually over Villanova, 38-17. Yeah, you're missing one. BV over Luther. I was getting to those 32-14. Hey, Absolutely. This is a main game for us. That Just is know a main that. game for Just us. Just know that. One hey. and one in conference play now. Yes, one and one. Hey, Hoffman, we go to Dubuque this week. Yep, away at University of Dubuque, the Spartans. It's gonna be a good game. I feel like we and have. Always I feel a like we can win game with yeah. University of Dubuque. I feel like we nice. can win. Always gonna be a great game. So, hey, if you're in Dubuque, come out and watch us over in Eastern Iowa, <laughs> my part of the state. Hey. Has a great place there. As again, BVU did great defensively. Player of the game ended up being Brady McConaughey there Which, for the defense he, of BVU. He had that like one was, 17 tackles. Uh, yeah, I believe it was around, might have been exactly 17 as Lavelle's pulling that up as the BVU 17, broadcast. Voting. 17 total tackles, two sacks for 16 yards, and six tackle for losses in that. Hey, he's a stud. Huge stud. Second most was six, which three people had with Reed, Wicket, Brandon Lance. I had four, I had four tackles. All right. Big four tackles. Right, show off a little bit. Big four okay. tackles. Tanner with five. Nate with five. Okay. Hey. So dude, defense did defense very did well in that game. Uh, a lot better than they did the week before. Offense was, it was kind of, kind of. It was all over the place. All um, more running, more special teams too. A lot of special, special teams. teams great. Eric game. Pacheco getting 85-yard 
punt return for a touchdown. Making the whole team miss. Making Absolutely. guys just unbelievable play. Silly. It was kind Pacheco. of Yeah, it was unbelievable. You have to be able to watch. Watch out for him when he might go to the NFL. Always got to. Hey, but EP. We'll Chargers see. need you, bro. Chargers need hey, you. Hey, you in the slot with Keenan and Mike on the outside? I'm telling you. I'm telling you, EP. <laughs> but, hey, okay, we go, we go see the, this week, though. Some great games there. As we'll move on to fantasy football again, hey. trying to get through this one. As we'll take a look here at the NFL fantasy, so sponsored by them, kind of. Kind of. That's where hey, we get sponsor it. Us, sponsor their us. Their perfect lineup for this week at quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen with 37.2 points. At running back, Pittsburgh Steelers, Najee Harris, 28.2 points. And Cleveland Browns, Kareem Hunt, 27.5. Not Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. At wide receiver, Los Angeles Chargers, Mike Williams, 33.2. Yes, sir. And Green Bay Packers, Devontae Adams, 31.2. At tight end, for the Cowboys, Dalton Schultz. Scores an even 26. The kicker of the Browns would be McLaughlin. I don't know his first name, to be honest. I probably should look. I always think they say the first names, but it starts with a C. But C. McLaughlin, 18 points from a kicker. Great to see that. You always love that. And then the defense of the week, the Denver Broncos. 19 fantasy points for that defense. That will be your perfect lineup brought to you by NFL Fantasy Football. As for our teams, I move on to three and zero in every single league. It feels uh, good. I, I feel on. great. Okay, I, I won one. There you go. Yahoo. I beat RJ. Hey. One and two. But I'm zero three in our thirty dollar league. We gotta make some changes over That's there. That's tough. That's a money league. I, yeah, I'm gonna have to make some changes over there. Um, I'm the only undefeated team left in that one. Yeah. So I'm the only undefeated team left in Westie. every league, but the Yahoo one, and I play the other undefeated team. Which, Which is, is my roommate, Brandon, Brandon Patton. So notice how good that that room is in, at fantasy football. Okay, we're even going to talk about this. We hey, we gonna make some changes. Other. We gonna come back next week strong with right. two victories. You are gonna make some changes on Yahoo because we had a nice trade yeah, today. We did have a nice trade. I'm trying to get one through with Josh right now. He's not gonna give you Travis Kelsey. Hey, and I've heard it. So you it's just a, you, yeah, didn't you didn't want to tell me. You didn't want to tell me the trade because you wanted to be a little rude. Hear me out, but. You it told makes Isaiah, sense, though. You told the big I, mouth himself. That's true. He's literally going to tell me everything. It, but it's a, it's a solid... Like, it makes sense, Are you sense, trading though. Darren Waller for Kelsey? Plus a running back. Who's running back? Whatever running back he wants. <sighs> besides Dalvin Cook. Okay. That's a solid deal, am I wrong? Could be a solid deal. You know who's one of the running backs that I have to give him? Melvin Gordon. You know where I got Melvin Gordon? From you. <laughs> So, I was like, I should have took a running back from this man. I was, <laughs> I was really gonna say that. I was literally thinking about it after. I was like, I should have got the running back, but it's okay. We'll, I'm gonna pick up somebody. I'm gonna I pick up somebody. I, I think our, I think our trade was very good. I, I, I like. It's that. one of those trades that were, it's like mutually beneficial. I needed it so bad. You needed it really bad, <laughs> and like I could take a risk on Devontae Smith, like crashing and burning this season. He's, so, he hasn't been. He's doing been, it. he's been iffy. That one game, he had he one had the game. The one game, and then and the, the rest of the nah. Uh, but again, he had digs on him last game. Yeah, which I, I'll talk about digs later as well with my picks. But yeah. again, it, it's something that like oh, we can take a risk. And Melvin Gordon has a great uh, lineup going, great stretch for playoffs. Uh, he's a great set of games for that. So it'll be interesting if he doesn't. Lose the job, Javante Williams. Right now, it's not looking like he will be as people predicted. Yeah. Uh, in the preseason and early 
on as well. So it'll be interesting to see how he turns out as well. And then Brandon yeah. Cooks. I got Brandon Cooks. You got Brandon Cooks hey, in that. Number one receiver, number receiver for Texas has been Man, doing great. It's like somebody knew that and drafted him in every single league he was in. <laughs> and has he's been going off and has great trade value. Because what, Brandon Cooks was like the last, uh, not defense or, no, one of the last players I took. Really? In like the seventh round, I think. Not in Yahoo. I don't know about where I took him in Yahoo. But in the NFL one for the Money League, that's where I took him. So it's interesting to see how well he's done. And Very shine. interesting. Very he's been interesting. on my bench every week. Oh, my God. I hate people. It's I, he could be in my starting lineup. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. He's gotten almost 20. I'm like, ah, I don't know if I trust it yet. Because for week one, I'm like, okay, it's week one against the Jaguars. I don't trust it yet. Not going to start in week two. Week two, I'm like, oh, I, I kind of feel confident. Tyrod Taylor goes out. And I'm like, ooh, I don't, I don't trust it. They still and it was a tough one. Him. Yeah, but it was a tough matchup. But it was like he still did good because he's the number one guy. So it's yeah. like, oh, he's still gonna get the ball. Yeah. So I hope he turns out well for you. For real. But it'll be interesting as we have a wonderful new segment now. As oh, yes. I didn't even put a guy in here yet. So while you're talking about yours, we have our new segment, our Cash in the Bank Player of the Week. Nice little cash register sound to go beautiful. with it as well. Yep, and you know, so Lavelle, I'll let you talk about yours first. You guys know mine, Mike Williams. He did have a thirty-three point fantasy day, but he he did get this by seven receptions, one hundred twenty-two yards, two touchdowns, balled out in the red zone, caught the final fade touchdown, that, like ended off for the Chiefs. Hey, Mike Williams, and he beat the Chiefs. So. Hey, Mike Williams did his best impersonation of Keenan Allen, and it was great. I loved it. So I just need I just need that this week too. Again, Mike Williams getting 33.2 points as per NFL Fantasy. Again, in that perfect lineup. As my guy that I'm going with was also in the perfect lineup. I'm going with the quarterback of the Bills, Josh Allen. Of course. As Josh Allen not having a great first two weeks. Not that he was bad right. by any means. But he wasn't but Fantasy-wise, MVP. he wasn't the great player he's been uh, and so this was kind of a get right week for him as well and get right does he as he goes 32 for 43 358 yards four touchdowns no interceptions and rushes for nine yards and a touchdown as well five Again, total touchdowns five total touchdowns for josh allen 37.2 fantasy points i think he can be a guy you put in your lineup especially always especially with his game this week because I believe he has a nice matchup this week. I know I saw it beforehand. He plays your very own Brandon Cooks and the Texans this week. So that'll be a nice game there for sure for Josh Allen, I believe. So again, that'll be our cash in the bank players of the week, Josh Allen and Mike Williams. Wonderful sound effect there (laughs) as Again, now we have, I don't know if it's the favorite part or the least favorite part of the podcast, but definitely one of the most interesting for my start <laughs> sits uh, that I've started doing last year. We'll see how it goes this year, as I didn't do so hot last week. I started off 3-0. and uh, I now move to 4-2, and so 50%. Not too bad. Yeah, not great, not bad, but I had Marquise Brown. I thought he'd do really well, just not able any. The Ravens really not able to get anything done against the Lions defense, which is surprising. It's especially very surprising. how we saw receivers do 
for the Packers and the Niners against them, even though, again, the Niners game was a lot closer than the Packers won. But it was like a 40-point game, though. Yeah, exactly. That's, they were still running. What, Debo Stadium had, what, a 75-yard touchdown or something like that? I think so. I believe yeah, so. Something like that. But yeah, long game in that one. It was Marquise. Again, only getting eight points there in that win over Detroit. So that one, not, not a good start option for me in that one. The one I did win here, the Washington football team <laughs> defense. I had them as a sit, and, and sit boy, oh boy, sit they should have been. <laughs> negative eight points. The only defense, I believe, to go negative last week oh, as well. Oh, I thought that well. was eight points. No, no that's negative, negative eight. eight. Okay. I yeah, and shout out to Britt. Uh, that's the only reason I beat her in fantasy. She had the Washington, she had the Washington defense go negative that's eight. Tough. I beat her by five, I believe. Jeez. Yeah, so congrats to me staying three and zero on some lucky slow stuff. Clap, slow yes. clap, slow clap. Nah, we don't need so that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a golf clap on that one. But yeah, Washington defense not great. Glad yep. I won one. Glad I won one there. Yep, yep. And then my flex option kind of was like, ah, maybe iffy spot was Rondale Moore of the Cardinals. Uh, he had two points. Yeah. Uh, so don't start. That it. was tough because Christian Kirk decided. You know what? I've had some. Quiet games so that have done turn. really good uh, for weeks one and two. Not really gotten the fantasy point. He, he's been up there. I think it's been either just <coughs> short of 10 or at 10 uh, for both of his. And then D-Hop, too. And this one, he decides. And then D-Hop didn't do very well this week either. That was the thing. Rondell Moore and D-Hop weren't great. Oh, I think D-Hop only had five targets or five receptions. One of the two. I thought D-Hop had like 14 points in the first Two minutes, and then he didn't Not do anything else. He had like five, I think, is what he ended I guess, at. I think that was against the Vikings. No, I'm pretty sure that was this week, bud. Or was it this week? I told you. I'm pretty sure it was this week. week. Yeah. But, again, DeAndre Hopkins was a weird one there, as he was he's questionable for this week, as he was a little bit injured. He got five points against Jacksonville, had 15 against Minnesota. Oh, okay. It was Minnesota. As, again, Christian Kirk, the one that goes off for those pass catchers, Four, and he's not even picked up in the money league for NFL as he had 24 in week one, 9.5 in week two, 17.4 against Jacksonville last week, seven receptions for 104 yards, mm. and then no touchdowns actually, and he still got that many points. So Christian Kirk kind of making a name for himself, getting a little louder there as he we'll outscored his other we'll two receivers. And so as I move to 4-2, and two, here are my picks for this week. My sit of the week, Tyson Williams, the running back out of Baltimore. They got a Denver matchup with a defense allowing only 59 yards a game rushing. So that'll be tough, especially mixed with Lamar Jackson taking a part of that as well. As Williams only rushed for 22 yards last week against a Lions defense who has allowed over 110 yards per game to rushing. So, well, I mean, it was kind of the whole Ravens offense probably that yeah, was struggling. So, as, and he he's a good sit. I think it's a good. I sit. think it's a good sit there too as well. My start though, Jamar, Jamar Chase, the okay. wide receiver out of Cincinnati, as he leads all rookie receivers right now with four touchdowns on the year. He had two against Pittsburgh, one against Chicago, and one against Minnesota. And again, the Pittsburgh ones I think are the most telling, as that was last week, and it was two of them. Against their defense, which has been said to they be were crazy fairly catches. well, they're pretty crazy catches. They were pretty cage, crazy catches. As the Bengals, 
this week. Move on as I'm looking at the wrong schedule. As the Bengals play the Jaguars this week. Jacksonville, not a great look there for them as the Jaguars are giving up an average of 301 yards. 311, I can't read. 311.7 yards per game uh, on passing. Yeah. So that's how many passing yards I give up. On average, 12.5 yards per pass, per reception, I should say. They've given up four touchdowns on the year. No fumbles, no fumbles lost. So, I mean, they haven't been able to get the ball out, but they've only, they've only given up four passing touchdowns, sure. So, so but I think keep it down, they keep the it Bengals down. like to... They like to pass chuck it. way more. They than like they, to chuck yeah. it. They like to Joe chuck Burrow has been the most efficient quarterback in the red zone out of anybody so far this year. His completion percentage is off the charts there. Jeez. So I think they'll be throwing a lot. And Jamar Chase, I believe I saw something as well. I couldn't find it before our pick that he leads, uh, or he's one of the leaders in longest touchdown as all of his has been like longer than like twenty yards. Yeah. All his touchdown passes, and so I think that's something that. They can really get away with against uh, the Jaguars, so I think Jamar Chase good, uh, good start. a very good start there as well. And for my one, my guys that I'm worried about, I kind of put through this in because I wanted to put them in the start, but I'm like, well, this is gonna be tough. And I talked about Diggs earlier, and this is why I think with Devontae Smith, this is why I wanted to bring him up later. These are my could go either way guys: DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson for the Carolina Panthers. They play the Cowboys this week. And so Robbie Anderson has been bad through three weeks, has not been bad. He has been bad, excuse me. He has hasn't not been really, good. Has not been good. And DJ Moore has been stellar, has been great. But what worries me about that is since he's been so stellar and been so great, and Robbie Anderson has been basically just a guy out there running routes for no reason, <laughs> they're going to have Diggs shadow DJ Moore to open it up for Robbie Anderson. And Robbie Anderson is going to go off, and DJ Moore's not going to have anything. Hey. It could go like that, or Diggs gets or burnt. Diggs gets burnt, or he doesn't shadow DJ Moore yeah. as much as we think he will. He shadows Robbie Anderson as and much. And he maybe shadows Robbie Anderson a little bit more, and he just kind of switches back and forth. If Sam Darnold starts throwing it to Robbie Anderson to start the game, and they scheme it, and they're like, okay, we can't have you shadow DJ Moore. And then all of a sudden, they're both going off. Yeah. Like, what, uh, it's you, one of those ones, like, I was like, oh, start DJ Moore. It's been great. If you have him, probably should start him. Because. Not not Robbie it's Anderson. Tough, I don't no. know. Because it's a tough one because Dallas Cowboys giving up 347 yards per game to receiving. I've given up seven touchdowns. That's the second highest in the league right behind the Tampa Bay Bucks. And so, I mean, 88 receptions for 1,043 yards through three games. Like, what are, you, what are you to make of that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we saw how they shut down Devontae Smith last week. Trayvon Diggs shut him down and – because he's their number one guy. So it's something uh, interesting that I really was looking at as the Diggs, Panthers. Diggs has been coming up. He has, what, got picks in, like, each of the first he's, he's three games. every game. Every game. So, so he got picked against us, against Chargers, locked up Keenan. Mm-hmm. So, hey, Diggs has been playing great this year. Yeah. So Carolina Panthers, one of the most proficient offenses, a little bit behind the Dallas Cowboys in terms of offense. So it's just something to watch for yeah. those two guys. It'll, it'll be interesting to see it'll how be, it turns out. It'll be a coin toss for sure. Absolutely. And so with that, I think that'll do it here for us as we approach the 51-minute mark, yep. one of our longer episodes, as we get on out of here here on this Wednesday night. So from both of us here, see you later. Bye.